This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. And what I did love about it, Steve, two young boys, two locals come up and stood up and did it, and young Jacob Farrell on debut getting the job done. Yeah, and uh, Quaz at his absolute best. Uh, <laughs> Screaming and yelling. Yeah, and that's what it's all about. Yep. Uh, the SEN commentary, it's all about passion. Uh, tonight, I'll be, uh, I'm lucky enough to be calling the Sydney FC match. But before that, Nick Montgomery, his second match as head coach in the A-League up against the Wellington Phoenix. Monty, good morning from Wollongong this morning. And have you got similar conditions down there? Is it driving rain and strong winds? Morning, guys. Yeah, look, the weather's uh, been quite British the last couple of weeks. So, obviously, anyone knows the stadium down there. It's a beautiful stadium, but it's right on the seafront. So, no doubt there's going to be some gusty winds and, and rain coming in. But, yeah, perfect conditions for, for a game of soccer, football. <laughs> Monty, what a, uh, you would have heard that uh, uh, footage there or the, uh, the sound drop from the game last weekend, mate. I dare say your reaction would have been pretty similar to Quaz's um, <laughs> because they were two great goals and, and what a way to start the season. Yeah, well, that's the first time I've heard that commentary there. But, look, I'm glad uh, I'm glad everybody enjoyed the derby and it sounds like Stephen and Quaz have got right into the uh, celebrations there. Nizzy scoring his first goal and, and obviously young Jacob Farrell as well, another local product um, popping up with what proved to be the winner. So, yeah, I was, I was quite calm and collected on, on the touchline. Um, I think... We more than deserved the three points and, and you know, watching the game back again, we should have finished the game off way before we conceded that late goal and all the drama and excitement. But I think that's what derbies are about and I think it was definitely a, a good game for anyone to watch. Nick, you've been coaching for a couple of years now, but was there anything different about your first uh, game as head coach in the A-League? Yeah, probably uh, saying to myself before the game, uh, watch, <laughs> watch your language. My mum was still around. She'd have been saying the same thing and yeah, and obviously a lot more uh, uh, cameras and, and, and microphones knocking around, so it's something that you've got to be conscious with. And, and yeah, to be honest, I was uh, I was pretty calm during the game and, yeah, just really enjoyed it. Obviously, we had the FFA Cup game, which was my first sort of game as head coach, but uh, to, to kick off the A-League with a, with, a, with a win at Newcastle and the F3 derby was, you know, it was a fantastic feeling. Mate, Bernie Coach, 1-0, it's a pretty good record. You could actually walk away now and go, I'm done. But uh, yeah, you get I've to take on... about doing that, Butte. <laughs> yeah, uh, but mate, you get to take on the Phoenix down in Wollongong, mate. Um, what's the uh, what's the expectation taking on these guys? Yeah, look, it's going to be complete opposite to Newcastle Jets. You know, on the tactical analysis side of it, they don't expose themselves. They sit in a tight block. They're very uh, well structured, organised, defensive, and they look to catch you on on, on moments on counter attack. So. Look, it's like I said, it's going to be different. We've got to be a little bit more patient. I don't think it's going to be end-to-end like the, the Jets game was at times. Um, but, yeah, look, we're coming down here full of confidence and, and we're coming down here to, to try and get three points. So, uh, looking forward to the game. And, and like I said, you know, wind stadium, beautiful stadium, nice and wet. Um, looking at the pitch now, it's nice and green and they're just uh, doing the lines on the pitch. So, yeah, really looking forward to it, Dukes. Nick, do the players do anything this morning or is it simply a, a rest morning? Is there like a, a captain's run at all, a walk through the city? What do you do with around uh, right about six hours away from game time? 
I'll let the boys go up for breakfast and then they'll go back to the rooms, relax, watch TV. They're, they're more than happy to go for a, a walk and have a coffee if that's what they want to do. But you know, I think game days for them and, and look, we'll have pre-match and lunch and we'll just go through a couple of things um, uh, be, you know, before we get to the stadium. Then once we get to the stadium, you know, the boys are going to prepare. We'll, we'll have everything prepared and, and ready to go. So, yeah, I mean, six hours, it seems to go pretty quickly when you're knocking around the hotel and and yeah, it's, it's it's not too far away, and then we'll be back to the Central Coast tonight. What was your analysis of the Knicks in round one? They had a draw against Macarthur, and they they led one nil. Piscopo brought down just inside the box, and the penalty converted by Hooper. They've lost a couple of players, as you told me yesterday, for NBN TV. But certainly a dangerous team, an unpredictable team as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, I stayed there with Sergio, my assistant, after after our game last week, and watched the game and. Again, testing conditions, but yeah, I didn't see anything different than, than what we, you know, but what we know about them. They have got some, you know, they have got some good players in, in, in that front third, and yeah, they've lost a few, but we lost like ten players. We've got ten new players this year that have come into the squad. So I think most teams, bar maybe Sydney FC, who seem to stay quite consistent every year, and um, there's been a lot of change. So look, it's a new season, um, and 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 yeah, like you say, every team's dangerous if you allow them to play. So you know, I think we play our game and. and to our game plan and if we do that I think we'll get a chance of, of, of winning any game of football uh, Monty I've got to say mate I look at the stats from the game last week and, and everything goes against you yeah. right the shots on goal shots on target were even that was the only one but possession was basically 70-30 uh, and you know when you look at that and consider all those things um, it was a great performance for the boys to be able to hang in there and I guess what it does prove is it's not how often you've got the ball, but it's what you do with it when you do have it. Yeah, look, beauty, to be honest, I'm not one for, for them sort of stats. Possessions never won a game of football and, and neither has names on a sheet of paper. So, you know, at the end of the day, I think a lot of that possession, I think the first half was pretty even. You know, we're away from home, that you know, the Jets piled bodies forward. We took a lot of risks and we knew at times that we, you know, we have to be patient. And on the counter-attacker, you know, I think we could have more than finished the game off and it could have been very comfortable. So, I think when you look at the stats, shots, shots on target, you know, um, you know, tackles. I think there's a seventy percent tackle win rate, and, and like I said, possession, moving the ball around in areas that's, that's you know, not not going to hurt us. That's something I've never, you know, never even, never even bothered about as a player and, and as a coach. It's, it's a stat that people like talking about, but there's only one stat that matters, Butes, and, and and you know that it's, it's about three points and, and, and who scores more goals than the opposition. So again, it's not something to get carried away with, and some teams like possession. Other teams like to like to defend, like you know, and, and, and sit in a deep block, which Wellington will do today. Um, so yeah, every every week's different, and and you know, I think that after they scored the goal last week, we sort of sat back as we naturally do and and defend the lead. And I think that that's where the possession stat went went up quite significantly. But but when you're protecting the lead, you know, that that's what happens. And you know, we, we saw the game out, and the boys showed resilience, and and delighted to get away with with what I thought was a well-deserved three points. Uh, Nick, was there someone that surprised you in the opening game against the Jets? Was it, I mean, did Jacob Farrell exceed your expectations about how well he can play? Was it Max Ballard who had that Gianni Stensness role from last year? Was it Cy Goddard who made his A-League debut and, you know, uh, as you heard in the commentary, put a beautiful ball in for Jacob Farrell to score? Was there someone that exceeded your expectations in round one? No. I all think, you know, I know what to expect from them and what I do know is we can get a lot better and everyone can improve, you know. Um, 
Jacob Fowler's first game off the side Goddard, to be honest, we had to make a late change. He'd, he'd not trained for three weeks due to a little hamstring strain, but when Matty Simon pulled out in the morning, I had no hesitation in, in throwing him in from the start, and I just said, give me what you got, and you know, we thought it might have been 45 minutes, he managed, he managed in the 65, 70, and, and put the ball in. Set piece-wise, he's got a outstanding delivery from, from wide areas and set pieces, so nah, not really, no, no exceeded my expectation. I expected to go there and and get three points and, and I was more than confident we'd do that but like I said there's a lot of improvement from everybody and everybody every team in New South Wales and Victoria didn't have many games pre-season so I think it's going to take a couple of weeks before you know their main league teams really really get that momentum going but you know at the start of it it's about sticking to our game plan and, and trying to win the game and, and yeah we'll do the same again today we're talking to Nick Montgomery Mariners head coach uh, Monty just a few more questions we know you've got a busy day uh, I saw last night John Aloisi got his first win in the A-League uh, on his return. Western United, it was scrappy, but 1-0 uh, winners against Perth Glory. A lot of talk on social media uh, during and after the game about no Daniel Sturridge, and it doesn't look like he'll play anytime soon. But did you see that match, and what were your thoughts? Yeah, I saw that, yeah. I agree with what you said. It's quite scrappy at times, and um, I think any team could have... Nicked it in the end, but yeah, I mean, the goal was a little bit uh, crazy. Had crossed the line, hit the post, and and then the tapping. So look, it's like I said, it's uh, you know not many not many games pre-season for most teams, and everyone expecting to see Daniel Sturridge, but so it's going to take time to adapt, and maybe he's uh, not found his right hair just yet. I don't know if you saw the tweet on social media. Someone showed me. Um, I think he's still looking for a hairdresser in Perth, but. Anyway, um, no doubt he'll uh, no doubt he'll, he'll get himself fit and he'll be a, you know be a fantastic addition to the early. Hey Nick, uh, such a pleasure to have you on our show on game day, my friend. Uh, well done on the win in the derby last week. Good luck against the Knicks later on this afternoon. And I think uh, all of us here at uh, Breakers Indoor Sports Stadium giving you a uh, standing O, the brand new head coach <laughs> of the Central Coast Mariners, leading the, leading the table. We're sitting on top of the table. Thanks, guys. Uh, can I, can I just tell you too, Nick, Butte isn't standing. I said standing O. Mate, I've got my laptop on my thing, on my lap. I'll stand up now. There we go. Yes, Monty. there we go. There we go. Technically a standing oh, O from yep, Michael Butner. <laughs> good luck this afternoon, yeah, mate. Thanks nice. for your time. Cheers, guys. Have a good day.